I see a lot of owners that just don't follow up when they get the lead. Like I'm, I'm like thinking like, why are you wasting so much money trying to get these leads in, but you're not trying to convert them as soon as possible. So just calling or like, you know, using simple automations, like, you know, an auto responder, which is like an automatic email that they get after they opt in or even an auto text. And these are something that you can do probably with most CRM systems. Like you can do it with uh, fit pro tracker, you know, fit for a newsletter, um, but follow-up is a big deal and uh, using automations like, you know, FitPro Tracker, FitPro Newsletter. That's, that's what I would recommend doing. So you have a passion for fitness and the desire to start your own business. But launching a massively successful fitness business is extremely complex. The systems, operations, hiring, firing, coaching, sales, and marketing are critical to success. Where do you even start? This show will give you the answers. Here is Bedros Koulian and Bryce Henson, your hosts of the Fitness Franchise Podcast, a show dedicated to helping fitness entrepreneurs launch and grow successful gyms. All right, welcome back to the Fitness Franchise Podcast. We have another amazing episode today. As today's guest is a dear friend of mine, an amazing traffic buyer and marketing specialist. In fact, he is the digital marketing franchise business coach for the entire Fitbody Bootcamp brand. Now, he originally got his start in web development uh, and transitioned over to marketing, where he then learned about effective marketing ad campaigns and successful sales funnels. Now, with a passion uh, to make his, an impact in his franchisees' businesses, he has helped hundreds of fitness professionals succeed with their Facebook ad campaigns and click, fun, click funnels for the past three plus years. He has also helped create brand awareness campaigns to help grow the Fit Body Bootcamp brand. And on top of that, he also runs the launch program, which is a 12-week grand opening marketing campaign that helps his new franchisees launch their gym locations successfully. Stevie, welcome to the show. Hey, Bryce. How's it going? Good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing fine, man. Well, excited to tap into your uh, marketing genius. Did I leave anything off on that intro? No, no, no. That was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, you know, I want to kind of dive in today about, you know, you being a really successful marketer, a traffic buyer, um, you know, which is some of the success that you've had with our brands. But before you do, kind of give us a little backstory. How did you get to where you, you know, are today, um, you know, before being a cap coach or a franchise business coach for a marketing team? Yeah, man. So, um, you know, I was actually, uh, this is my, my whole uh, personal life and also like how I got to, you know, work at Fitbody, but it's going to be a long thing. But um, okay. so, you know, I was born in the Philippines. Uh, man, I came to the States when I was five. Um, you know, youngest of seven kids. Uh, I was raised in Orange, in Orange County. I went to school there, graduated there. You know, I was just, you know, a child in the 90s, skateboard, ride bikes during the day, watch Nickelodeon at night, things like that. Um but uh, I really had a passion to uh, want to help people because my, you know, my mother was a nurse. Um, so through her, I learned compassion and I really wanted to become a firefighter. So that was my whole goal right after high school. So after that, after high school, I joined, you know, a, fi a fire program at my local college. From there, you know, I learned so much about fitness and, you know, how strenuous and, and uh, physically uh, and mentally draining the, the, the job is. And so, you know, I really wanted to be a firefighter. So that's where I learned a lot about fitness and how to, you know, take care of myself, things like that. But unfortunately, 
right after EMT school, I actually broke my ankle. So I had to drop out of the, the program. So oh, during shoot. that time I became, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really rough. But uh, during that time I, you know, I became, you know, depressed and, you know, basically all the physical gains that I had during the program <laughs> were basically like going away in front of my eyes. So um, during that time, I had a lot of time to think about like what I really wanted to do, if, if this is something that I really want to do. Um, and so then I, I, I kind of realized like I had a, you know, um, actually a gift and a passion working with computers, things like that. Because if you were like growing up in Orange County, especially if you're Asian, like you, you, you played a lot of PC gaming. So that's where I kind of <laughs> learned a lot of my, my technical expertise, you know, building computers, things like that. Um, and then like, luckily enough, I, I'm able to like grasp these concepts like pretty easily so i'm like very technical so um using like that technical knowledge and expertise that i got um kind of made me go into like the digital uh marketing route or even the digital field route. i knew i didn't really know what i wanted to do like in in the in like the tech world but mm -hmm. i knew i wanted to be there and so um since i didn't end up like going to going through with the with the fire program i ended up just you know learning about like web design i even taught myself how to code html css things like that i learned different platforms you know wordpress um basically things just to, basic things that you can learn online that can help you you know build a basic website and from there i kind of just like started building websites for you know my family my friends things like that and then i eventually started doing like some side business you know doing it on the side on top of like me working a normal job um and then from there i actually got um i actually wanted to you know actually get some experience working with the company so from there i i worked with a uh a top, basically a top meal prep company in Orange County, what's called On Season Meals. And basically I came on board, you know, thinking I was just going to, you know, build them a website, but they actually already had a website, but everything from there was just like, like, I, I, I can't say it, but yeah, like the website and everything looked terrible. They didn't really have a social media presence, things like that. Um, so that allowed me to kind of research what I needed to do to um, make that company successful. So I, I learned SEO. I, I learned, um, I kind of dived into uh, my, fir my first time into digital marketing was actually working with Google ads. So Google AdWords. And then um, from there, I don't know if they did, they still do it, but we actually had to go through like a Google AdWords certification to get okay. to learn like the platform and stuff. So that that's like my first foray into digital marketing. So on top of doing web design uh, and then building an e-commerce platform and also running Google ads, that, that's basically um, where I got my start in, in digital marketing. And how long did you work for the meal prep company? Actually, that's how I know how we first met. You uh, right. came to, to my first uh, <laughs> Fit Body Bootcamp location. But how long were you at that role? And I guess what was the big kind of takeaway learning experience that you had? Um, so I was there for actually about four years. So I, I started actually from the very bottom. Like I would table, like I would go to gyms, like such as your gym, yeah. and do tabling and like, you know, um, do sampling and all that stuff. And then I would also, I was basically like a, a man of like, all all trades like during that job I, I did web design i did like tabling i did basically social media all that stuff taking pictures all that stuff um and creating content but um yeah that i learned a lot uh, during my time there and in four years you spent there is that right yeah 
That's right. Okay. So then probably segueing, that was probably, and uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was your, your, your prior career, your main prior career before kind of taking the leap of faith into fit body. Is that right? That's right. Okay. So you had that kind of web development kind of experience, although a lot of it was self-taught. Um, you know, is that why you kind of entered Fit Body Bootcamp on the web dev- development team and kind of talk about, you know, you first getting, you know, onboarded to Fit Body, what your initial experience in the web development, you know, looked like, and then why did you transition to marketing? Um, so, you know, my first foray into Fit Body was obviously just you, <laughs> like, visiting your gym. Um, I, was, I got familiar with the brand there, and, um, you know, I, you know, I searched uh, to see if, like, you know, I could find a job there and hopefully work there. So, um, you know, that's, that was my first foray into Fit Body, um, and then um, just my my first um, position there that I got offered was the you know the, obviously the web development department and then from there like I, I felt like my skills that I learned from my previous experience like web design all that stuff kind of helped me transition very smoothly just because like all the stuff that I learned there I already kind of knew just based on like stuff I learned on myself and stuff that I was doing on the job um, just kind of helped me transition you know that much uh, sm- smoothly yeah. um, but it and then as my uh, transfer over to, to marketing um honestly i my only my experience in the marketing was just google ads like i didn't even know anything about you know facebook or facebook ads or even click funnels so i but i knew that i wanted to learn it because that's really something that i wanted to to know because like for me like i i can't just be like doing one thing like for me i just gotta like i'm, I'm always like i'm I always pride myself as a lifelong learner so i'm always trying to learn different things and so that opening in the marketing department kind of gave me that opportunity to, to you know to grow myself and i think it's really important that you know when you guys go through life or you know your career or anything like that you know it's important that you you really just got to keep growing as as you know as a person and also in your career because that's ultimately what's going to get you, you know, to evolve into, um, you know, what you want to be. But, um, yeah, the marketing, um, opening really, uh, helped as far as like knowing like what the marketing field was. Cause I didn't really know anything beyond, you know, uh, Google ads. Cause so that, that was a lot, that was a big learning experience. And it was also a trial, trial by fire kind of thing too, because I, didn't know anything and then you know i'm expected to learn all these different things that are coming at me very quick and as as you know like the marketing field is always constantly growing with updates and things like that so it was really you know hard to get into but like with my expertise in web design and like previous experience kind of just made that transition that much better got it Cool. Well, I'm excited to kind of dive in now to some of your insights as, you know, a marketing uh, franchise business coach or CAP coach, which stands for Coaching and Profitability within the Fit Body Bootcamp brand. Before you kind of get into uh, some of the strategies I'm going to ask you about, can you talk about just the importance of marketing, right? Like from your experience working with owners, you know, that you've had a lot of experience with fitness professionals, helping them launch their uh, business and continue to add leads to their pipeline, including my own locations. So talk to the audience who, you know, are listening to this. They're probably passionate about fitness. They're potentially interested in opening a gym. Like, let's talk about the value and the importance of marketing really for the most successful owners that you work with. You know, marketing is definitely something that you shouldn't neglect as an owner or someone even getting into, you know, another field. Um, It's basically your, your, your lifeblood. Uh, Without Mm -hmm. marketing, you're you're not going to grow. You're not going to get any profits and you're going to, 
ultimately lose your business. So marketing is something that you should always be doing at all times. Um, I get on a call with a lot, a lot of owners, probably hundreds of owners, probably like most of the franchisees that we have now I've talked to. And I think the biggest thing that I see like the top owners doing versus, you know, the owners that are just not doing anything whatsoever yep. is just their... I guess they're just through their follow-up and their organization and also their willingness to learn. Um, just because like as an, as an owner, you should be, you should always be, you know, on top of your business as much as you can. Being organized, I think is a very big deal. I, I think even like, as far as like, you know, knowing your, your, your profits, your loss, things like that, being organized in the way that you, you know, capture or, you know, your, or, or get leads or purchases, like, separating your leads from your clients, things like that. Um, just being organized that way um, in terms of like digital marketing, but also, you know, continuing to learn or having a want to learn because when you, you know, have that want to learn, you care about a little more. So, yep. you know, having that learn that, you know, that, that fondness for learning really helps um, as a successful owner. Um, and also too, just, just being really proactive and, and being, you know, and, proactive about your business because i see a lot of the some some owners really just don't know what to do or they don't have that 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 care and um that that want to um to to run their business like they expect everything to, everything to be done for them or you know they they just don't do it so that's yeah. what i see a lot versus you know uh, a successful owner someone that's proactive willingness to learn you know doing all this all these uh proactive work um when it comes to digital marketing versus someone that just you know just expects someone to run their business for them yeah totally As someone who's dialed in kind of a growth mindset right. and open to learn so actually right. i'm curious stevie that's a great segue because how do you learn right and you talked about earlier that mm -hmm. you know, the marketing uh, digital marketing always evolves or something else like how do you stay up to date like where do you look to learn like you know kind of talk to the viewers on on that so they have a good understanding of really what it takes right. to in order to be successful so i mean you know, we live in like a very fast paced, high speed world. And truth be told, you don't really need to go, you know, to a college or a school even to learn stuff about digital marketing, especially digital marketing. Maybe like if you if you're looking for like marketing in a traditional sense, yeah, go to business school, learn all that stuff. But a lot of the digital marketing trends and and all that is going to be online. So um, there's a lot of different websites that you guys can learn from. Um uh, I believe one of them is called uh, Marketo. That's a that's a top um, marketing resource site. They're all into Facebook and Instagram ads. I learn a lot from them. There's also you know you you can literally just go on Google and just put digital marketing trends 2021 or something like that yep. and learn a lot. Um, and usually the top websites are obviously going to be at the top of the of the search engine field. But um, yeah, just just learning really online you can you can i mean there's a lot of bs that you can wade through but um you'll know that when you see the reputable source that you can follow but just being just being proactive online um you know learning uh from different um resource sites things like that 
so, so that in mind, and that's obviously a huge, um, a good recommendation, but what do you say to an owner that maybe, you know, like has passion, they have follow through, they want to be successful, but let's face it, there's a lot of other things in order to run a business. Like what's the, the value of, you know, hiring on a marketer or a franchise business coach that can help you with that? Um, cause I'm curious, cause I'm just trying to think for myself when I first started, there's so much to it. it's operation, the sales, you know, the marketing, the follow through, fulfillment, HR. Um, so what's the value of basically, you know, uh, connecting with a guy like you or a marketing firm that can really help with that effort or a business coach in the marketing uh, marketing realm well yeah apart from like the experience because i i mean i myself work with a lot of with a lot of owners so i i mean i have that experience on like what the marketing trend is is going to be like yeah. and you know these if you hire someone on you know they're obviously going to have that experience because i mean that's what they do um whereas you yourself if you're still like you know trying to enter in, uh, the, you know, the digital marketing realm, you like, you don't really know where to start. Whereas these people already know what to do. I mean, like I, like I said, I work with hundred, hundreds of owners myself. Uh, I'm sure a lot of digital marketing agencies do. So they kind of know what the trend is going, um, things like that. Um, but also too, there's a lot of back end work that you need to do, um, when it comes to digital marketing, especially on, on terms of what you want to do. Do you want to, you know, create a website, um, and you want to drive traffic to it, or do you want to just, you know, run lead gen ads on Facebook, um, things like that. So there's a lot of back end work that you need to do on top of, you know, just learning where, you know, where, where the market is going as well. Yeah. Um, talking about some of the marketing campaigns and the strategy, we talked a little bit about kind of like some of the strategies that you execute for owners, but what would you say at the moment in time, like are the best ad strategies for, you know, gym owners? So for gym, a gym owner, so, <laughs> so, uh, you know, pre COVID, everything was good. Like as, as a marketer, like all my campaigns were doing well. I was, you know, I was getting a lot of purchases, leads, things like that. Post COVID or even like during COVID, man, like I, my 2020 happened, everything was a mess basically. Um, so it's very hard to get, you know, straight sales online during that time, just because of the, 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 uh, the climate. Um, just because a lot of people are still, you know, either afraid to go to gym or they just don't have money to go to the gym. So a lot of things that I, talking with owners as well, that I learned from is, you know, doing trials. Um, not necessarily sell LBOs because like I said, it was very tough to sell during COVID. What's an LBO? An LBO is a low barrier Sorry, it's a, it's a low barrier offer. So something like a 21 for 21 or a 28 for 28. Basically, some some uh, a strategy where they where someone can you know pay for something to put some skin in the game. That way, they can you know go to your gym and like experience uh, you know your your gym and your program things like that. I try, but it. It, it's just very hard to sell those trials during during COVID. So um, one of the things that I, or a couple of things that I saw that were working well were uh, trials. So giving away like a three, one week or a two week trial. Um, the reason why that was good is because, you know, first people were, you know, scared to go to gym. Um, they don't know what it's going to be like, you know, post COVID or during COVID. Um, and also uh, the trial would also allow them to experience your gym rather than just them like throwing blind, like money blindly to, to your gym, which is not going to happen too often. Mm-hmm. But, um, have, you know, having a trial, allowing them to experience your gym, you know, fall in, with, fall in love with the culture or your program. And hopefully once they do experience that, 
that culture and that program, you know, they're more likely to convert. So that's why the trials were working so, so well, because one, it was getting people to actually, you know, sign up and, and then go to your gym and allow them to experience your gym. Um, but that was one strategy that I saw that w- was working well. And then also another strategy that you guys can do um, is a giveaway. You know, we use, so I run the launch program. A launch program is a 12 week um, marketing campaign that we that we run for new owners coming on FitBody. And a couple of tactics that we use there is the giveaway. I mean, that's basically probably the best way to get leads because, um, you know, everyone wants to opt in or win something, things like that, right? So that's best way to get leads, but you're also going to get those people that are just there to win it, but you will get those people that are interested in what you have to, you know, to, to promote to them. You know, YouTubers, streamers use this tactic, you know, to grow their user base. Um, you know, some, you know, like I said, some are in it for the rewards and you will get people that do that, but, um, you will get people that follow your content and grow. So giveaway, a giveaway strategy was really good. The other thing too, um, that I saw, that I, that I heard from owners that were working well were um, having, like, working with what you have. I'm a big uh, uh, believer in working with what you have. Um, so something like a referral program, you know, bring a friend or relative, um, you know, to, to work out with you and you get, you know, you know, you give them money or, you know, a prize or things like that. So like some like a solid referral program and also calling, like working with your, your leads too. And this kind of ties into being organized with how you guys collect your leads. So, you know, working your current leads and, you know, you know, calling, getting on the phone, calling them, texting them, things like that, um, you know, offer them a trial or offer them some sort of LBO, um, um, and yeah, th- those are some of the program, the, the the things that I know that uh, kind of helped out during uh, COVID. All right, so Stevie, um, from what I understand it, from the different marketing strategies you just laid out, number one would be offer an LBO or a low barrier offer. So like a twenty eight day program, shortened time frame, not a long commitment, but it gives the opportunity for a prospect to try the program, where then you as the owner can convert. Uh, the second would right. be a giveaway. So offering up a giveaway, you might get some tire kickers who are not actually interested because they just want to win, but there are many people that are actually interested in what you have to offer. Uh, the third uh, strategy would be a referral strategy, basically incentivizing your members to kind of bring in new people uh, and then making sure that number fourth, the, you have monster follow-up, making sure you're organized and you're reaching out um, in a monster follow-up kind of fashion, talking to your prospects to you know overcome any concerns they have and then bring them in the, back in the gym. So would you say you know those are the four strategies that you kind of uh you know talked about yeah i would also add to that um so instead of going for a trial if you don't want to go for with the lbo what you can do is offer them a free trial so doing like a free you know one week or three or three day or even a two-week trial so that's something that i would also recommend Okay, so that's the fifth strategy there. All right, next up, kind of transitioning, um, that you talked about some some ad strategies or marketing strategies. What would you say would be some best practices for owners that are just getting started with Facebook advertising? Mm-hmm. Um, can you give some pointers, you know, for you know a person like this just getting started? Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to go back to this. I've already said this before, but um, obviously, just be organized. Um, uh, you know, obviously, like me working with a bunch of with a bunch of owners, I get to see into their CRM things like you know FitPro newsletter, FitPro tracker, so I know how they they organize their their leads, things like that. And I think, like I said before, like some some of the the 
the owners that I know that, you know, are, you know, doing the best that they can, um, ha- are organized. So they organize their, you know, their cl- they keep their clients separate, their leads separate. That way, like, you know, they, when they do, when they actually do have to promote something, they can, you know, choose a group that they, that they want to promote that, uh, promotion to yep. rather than, you know, including their members, things like that. So it's going to be a little, uh, muddied when it comes to, you know, communicating with, with your, your leads and clientele. So you really want to keep, be organized on the way you collect your leads and also your clients as well. That way you can also keep track of, you know, how many clients you have, obviously. And, and you also have a lead sheet that you can always refer back to if you need to, you know, um, uh, do a promotion of, or, 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 or something like that. Um, the second best practice that I would do is, um, you know, I would also create a Facebook business manager because if you do want to advertise on Facebook and Instagram, you will need a Facebook business manager. And basically what a Facebook business manager is, is um, it houses your, your ad accounts and you it allows you to, with those ad accounts, you're, you're, you you um, run your ads on there. And you can also use their Facebook or their tools that can help you grow your business through their platform. So utilizing something like a Facebook pixel, um, uh, custom audiences, things like that. Um, but really, the most important thing there is the Facebook pixel because that's what's going to help propel your business when it comes to using the Facebook platform. Basically what a Facebook pixel does is it's something that you install on the back end of your website or your click funnel and it tracks actions from the people that are, you know, uh, connecting with the website, whether they're opting in or, you know, they're checking out or, you know, um, things like that. Because what Facebook does is it goes inside that Facebook pixel and it uses that data that's been collected there to help optimize your ads, to try to f- help your ads, try to find the people that are um, doing the, or performing the actions that you want on your website. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot more to Facebook Pixel, so I suggest that if you're new to you know Facebook ads, I would just suggest researching what a Facebook Pixel is. Also, too, not a lot of people know that Facebook offers um, education on their platform, similar to what Google does. But there's something called the Facebook Blueprint where you can actually you know look it up and you can learn about their platform and, and things like that. But I, as a new business owner, I would probably look into researching what a Facebook Pixel is. There's a lot more <laughs> than what I said. Um, uh, when it comes to the Facebook pixel. Um, one uh, one last uh, best practice is following up. I see a lot of owners that just don't follow up when they get the lead. Like I'm, I'm like thinking like, why are you wasting so much money trying to get these le- leads in, but you're not trying to convert them as soon as possible. So um, a big thing is following up, whether it's just calling or like, you know, using simple automations like, you know, an auto responder, which is like an automatic email that they get after they opt in or even an auto text. And these are something that you can do probably with most CRM systems. Like you can do it with uh, FitPro Tracker, you know, Fit for Newsletter. Um, but follow up is a big deal and uh, using automations like, you know, FitPro Tracker, FitPro Newsletter. That's that's what I would recommend doing copy that. Uh, so that's a lot. And there's, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, there's a lot to learn about these you know, uh, platforms. What would you say, Stevie, kind of transitioning? Uh, because also not only is there a lot to learn, but there's a lot of changes that these platforms kind of create. So what would you recommend um, to an owner to how to prepare for the changes on Facebook or Instagram or any platform that they're actually driving marketing to? Right. So, um, so Facebook will be releasing an update. Uh, they were supposed to actually release it 
um, earlier this month, but I think it's going to be pushed back. But basically, it's the iOS 14 update, which prevents um, people on the Apple platform to be tracked. So some of the things that you can do right now to prepare for the update would be buying a domain. So buying a domain, you know, a domain is, you know, Google.com or, you know, Wikipedia.com. So buy a domain um, relating to your business. So if you have, you know, orangefitbodybootcamp.com, you know, buy that domain. But buying a domain and then also um, creating a pixel um, would be uh, those two things that you can pre prepare for because um, now on the Facebook ad platform um, you can have multiple pixels on a domain but since uh, the iOS update is coming out you're only limited to one pixel per domain so um, I know a lot of owners right now they don't have domains especially if you use ClickFunnels so I recommend you guys to buy a domain through if you want to make it easier I would buy it through ClickFunnels and then once you buy that domain, you would need to add that into your business Facebook Business Manager, and then um, verify your pixel to um, and and then add that to your domain. It's a complex process, um, <laughs> but you can. I mean, that's what's Google. That's why Google's there, right? So you can always like you know look it up. But um, if you if you if you do have Ads Manager now, or if you do have a Business Manager now, there's a resource center right where you create your ads and actually tell you a step-by-step -step process on what you need to do. But those are the two top things that um, someone should be doing right now to prepare for the iOS 14 update. Copy that. All right, next up, and this is a common, common question for gym owners okay. that I receive and I definitely know you do. Um, and certainly I know you don't want to go through like a full-on techno babble, babble but <laughs> I do think it is important to provide a little education specific to the Facebook platform on what's the difference between a traffic ad and what's the difference between a conversion ad. Right, right. And, um, you know, I, I personally, so there's a lot of different campaign objectives that you can use do on the play, uh, Facebook platform, and it's super confusing. But honestly, those two are probably the, the ones that I use the most. So with traffic, um, you're more limited to um, getting people to do two specific actions, and that is to land on a landing page or um, clicking on the ad. So um, when you run a traffic ad, you're basically trying to get people to do one of two things, either land on the landing page or click on the ad itself. Um, the thing with uh, with do, doing traffic is you're limited to that those two uh, actions only. Whereas if you go with the conversion route, you are open to much more um, much more than just doing landing page views or link clicks. With conversion route, uh, um, with a, when you run a conversion ad, you're actually telling Facebook that you want to target users that perform a an, uh, a specific action, whether that's opting in or buying or you know checking out. So really, those are the two biggest differences between a traffic and a conversion ad. If you're not really too sure on what to run yourself, I would even run both a traffic ad and conversion ad together side by side and see which one gets you the best conversions. But um, those are the two biggest differences between a traffic ad and conversion ad. And like I said, those are the two different um, uh, campaign objectives that I use the most. Copy that. And I know, like you said, there's a lot to it, right? But I know that's the, the those two are always questions that we get. So thank you for uh, 
providing some insight there. Um, and I uh, know that was a lot of valuable to our yeah. audience. Now that said, <laughs> kind of looking big picture, um, you know, as these platforms kind of come and go and change and certainly Facebook and Instagram are, are juggernauts. Um, but from your perspective in terms of social media uh, marketing, um, where's the future? What does the next five years look like as it pertains to social media? Because there are other platforms. So I was just curious on what your kind of take on that is. Um, so honestly, I still think that Facebook and Instagram is, is going to be the, the main, you know, platform that we're going to be using, especially if you work in, in the gym uh, or fitness industry. Um, I, I myself have researched different platforms to see, you know, because I, I, as a marketer, I always have to keep up on the current trend. So I'm always researching what's next, what's next. You know, <laughs> you might, I mean, you know, what's big right now, obviously, is TikTok, but, you know, even though that's big, that's, that's not really where, you know, our avatar um, or the person that we want to target um, with our products. So um, even though, like I said, even though like TikTok is, is, is the, pretty much the most popular thing right now, it's not necessarily where you want to advertise. So I still see that the, the, the Facebook and Instagram still being a big deal because that's where our audience is is is. Um, is, is online they're, they're, that's where they're that's where they're checking you know their social media they're not on TikTok um, or you know <laughs> other platforms but I've also um, heard you know other platforms like Pinterest and YouTube um, and there's also you can actually also advertise on like Hulu I've heard that that works well so I mean but like I said I, I still think that uh, Facebook and Instagram is going to be the way to go in five to 10 years. I mean, but things can change. A lot of things can happen, you know, in the next five to 10 years. Um, but I, I still see, I still think that our Facebook and Instagram is going to be uh, the juggernauts. Copy that. Um, all right, Stevie, I'm curious. I mean, you've shared a lot of uh, incredible knowledge about marketing, the industry in general, some very specific things about programs and really the learning curve, which they can, you continue to need to do and really things change. Um, what would you say is your zone of genius? Why have you been really, really effective and successful at being a marketer um, and specifically for the niche of you know, gym, gym owners and gym business, businesses? Um, I, I think it's just me having the strength to like, or just being able to understand like the back end and technicalities of, of a website or funnel. And, and most in, importantly, understanding like the numbers and metrics of an ads. You know, I, I work with hundreds of owners needing help on, on ads or their funnels. And most of the time, like I already know what to look for and I understand like what I need to do to help them. So, and like also too, like I have a big background on like being technical, web design, things like that, that allow me to kind of, you know, expand on my abilities. But I, I think just, yeah, it just for me, it, for me, that's like easy, like technical and, and, and um, numbers, all that stuff kind of like uh, are very easy for me to understand. That is right in your zone of genius, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, as uh, you know, we don't have so much more time, but uh, I want to kind of transition to the <laughs> lightning round, if you will. So um, okay. you know, Stevie, obviously being in the same um, organization and working on the same team as you, I certainly have a good working knowledge and you're a very interesting guy to say the least. Um, so I'm going to ask you right here, right now, today, Stevie, what are you most passionate about? Man, honestly, apart from helping our franchisees, and I'm going to get, get corny with this. And I've, I've already talked to you, to you guys about this all the time in our L10s, but I'm really into stocks right now. I'm into the GameStop movement. So um, basically, long story short, um, these hedge funds are you know shorting the GameStop stock. 
and they're hoping it goes down. But, you know, a couple of these like nerds found out that, hey, like, let's drive the price up. That way they have to cover their losses. So there's a there's a big movement on it. But I'm really passionate about that. And look it up if you don't know what it is. But I'm really passionate about that. Apart from that, um, you know, I'm also passionate about Airsoft right now. So I, I don't know if you guys know what Airsoft is, but basically you run around with fake guns, shooting each other with BBs. Um, it's something that we did. Uh, we did a training on it. Uh, when we went through the kill house, um, <laughs> when we had that that that, that uh, work trading, yep. but um, I, that's really something I'm passionate. About. I, I know it's super corny and nerdy, but um, it'll, it, I like I like airsoft because like um, you're you know you're in a CQB environment, so you're close quarters combat, and you're like going through these you know kill kill houses, and you're kind of like thinking tactically, and you know you're performing under pressure. So I don't know, like that, that's kind of like what I'm into right now. <laughs> hey man, love it, love it. All right. Next up, uh, before the success that you've achieved, you know, in your career, specific to you know buying traffic and becoming a, a really strong um, and expert digital marketer, um, before you kind of took that leap of faith and really expand on the success from a professional perspective, what was the one thing holding you back um, that stood in the way, and the, really what you overcame? And the reason I'm asking is, are, there's a lot of you know audience that are interested in potentially taking that next step, launching a fitness business, mm-hmm. but there's something in their in their way. So I want to kind of share yeah. case, showcase what that was for you to provide some inspiration yeah I, I think for me um you know just just a lack of belief and 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 self-confidence in myself um so that that was a big hurdle and what helped me build my confidence was just to keep learning and doing what i need to do because if you're just gonna sit back guys and you know just you know just wait for something to happen it, it's not gonna happen so you need to Constantly, if you're really passionate about something, you need to constantly be learning about it and doing it. And that way you build that confidence so you guys, you know, can execute. Um, along with just building my confidence that way, like I also had the right people to, to give me support. You know, because you really need to have that support system. You know, the people that you trust, people that support you um, so that you can push outside that comfort zone and, you know, grow into what you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. uh, Next up, uh, specific and especially, I should say, in the marketing realm, you are in the business of really giving good advice uh, to owners. Uh, (laughs) Let me ask you this question. What is the best advice that you ever received and why? Um, So when I went to EMT school, my instructor told us, um, use fear as your motivator. I know it sounds super ghastly and... But, like, when you're in the field and you need to save someone, you need to have, you know, that fear in you, you know, of losing someone, right, to help you do anything that you can to save that person's life. So I always think about that, that what he said, you know, fear, use fear as our motivator. I, I, I know it's, like, super, like, depressing sound, sounding, but <laughs> I kind of use it as a tool because fear is a very powerful tool. Like, it, it, it can cripple you, like, and it, it could, like, leave you, you know in a worse 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 bad condition but you know you can also use it to motivate you you know to go outside your comfort zone and you know help you evolve into you know greatness so that's that's something that um i always think about every time i'm like i'm i'm like reluctant to doing something i always do that because honestly in the end too like you feel like a better as a person because you feel like you you know you took that next step and, and like i said you evolved so uh 
yeah, that's some good advice that I've heard well, from. I love it. In fact, actually, in my office here, that you can't see, but uh, there's a sign that says "Feel the fear and do it anyway," and really just kind of using that same, <laughs> you know, kind of advice is like using fear towards your advantage. So, yeah. on the same uh, same page there, Stevie. All right. Next yeah. up, uh, what is one personal habit that you've acquired um, that's really helped you be successful? Um. So. Uh, being an owl, so if you're taking the, fl- the, the take flight test, so that, that's what I was characterized as. Actually, owl dove. So mm-hmm. I'm like super ana- analytical in nature. So I use, you know, data, all that stuff to help me solve problems. Like like I do in, um, you know, when I work on ads. So if I see, you know, s- some numbers that are, you know, going one way, I, I can use that to, you know, help, help obviously, like, you know, use that to help them, you know, solve whatever problem they're having. Um, you know, in my real life, I'm super like organized and meticulous and I'm borderline like OCD, but I also like to work with my hands a lot. So I'm like very technical. So I work on my computer, I work on my car, you know, things like that. So I, I think those are some of the habits that I, that, that kind of helped me in, in what I do. Yeah. And that's a good point, actually, for you viewers at home. If you haven't heard of the company Take Flight uh, Learning, um, we're actually having the CEO, uh, his name's Merrick, kind of join the show at some point soon. It's booked a couple months away. Um, but uh, there's four personality traits. It's actually using the DISC uh, profile, which is very common. And uh, Take Flight kind of uses the analogies to the birds. And the owl, I believe, is the C, conscientious, which is analytical yeah. in nature. And I think to your credit, Stevie, and I think that, again, this is like one of your zone of genius to be able to look at numbers, look at spreadsheets because that is really big you know aspect of really for a marketing can make campaign making sure the numbers stick you review the numbers and that, that way you know how to pivot and really take f- future action so i definitely think and i'm glad you brought that up from a habit perspective but i also think it's really what what's made you be a successful marketer yep. all right uh Last, so I got a couple few more questions left. Uh, but okay. you know, firm believer in leaders are readers. So, uh, what would be one book that you would recommend to the fitness franchise nation, and why? <laughs> don't get mad at me at this because this is like I don't know how many people have said this book, but obviously, Man Up by Bejos Koulian, our our CEO. Uh, I'm not getting paid to say that. I, I honestly just think that you guys, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Um, getting into business because it just shows you the journey that, you know, um, someone takes, you know, to building an empire. And also along with that, just a lot of strong business and life lessons that kind of kind of help you getting started in, um, you know, creating a business or, you know, you know, building, you know, or creating a gym. But uh, that book, honestly, it, it's true, like, Everything you need. It's not like a fiction-based story. Yeah, just just read it, and I think you can you can definitely learn a lot, a lot from it if you're you're you know you're you know creating your franchise uh, if if <laughs> if that's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, total or business or doing anything you know really challenging in life and yeah, um, incredible book. I would second you on that. And it's funny, uh, B was on the show uh, a little while ago, and I asked him what his favorite book recommendation, but I said you can't actually uh, call out man up, but. I'm going to make that recommendation for you. So his was a different one, but uh, well received. And certainly audience, if you haven't uh, read that book, Man Up, now is the time. 
All right. Uh, finally, the last but certainly not least, Stevie, this has been awesome, man. Uh, you're an incredible yeah. soul and provide a lot of value to our audience, uh, specific to the marketing realm, what to look out for, you know, what skill sets you need and really what your focus needs to be. Um, what would one piece of parting wisdom or advice you give our audience be, uh, from your perspective, really to better their lot in life, better themselves in the careers, professional, or just life in general? Um. I think, I mean, always be learning. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, like I mean, I said this before in the podcast, but I, I think you just have to have that that um, that you, that yearn to, to learn for more knowledge. Because, like, if you just you know be stagnant, you're you're just everything's gonna, especially in this world, everything's moving at, at such a fast rate that you just can't you just can't stay still. So if if you're you know, trying to get into, you know, fitness or, you know, whatever career you want to do, I think always be learning. Um, you know, there's a lot of resources that you can utilize online, you know, join Facebook groups. You can even join, um, you know, subreddit groups of any interest you want. I mean, there's so much, there's so much information online that you can use. So always out, be out there, learn. Um, and, you know, uh, yeah, I think that's like, that's the biggest thing. Learning, sage, sage, always sage be learning. Advice. Lifelong student. Sage advice, lifelong student. Um, love it, Stevie. So on that note, I want to thank you for being in the show, and I want to take a second to acknowledge you. Um, Stevie, we've been working together side by side for the last few years now, and I want to say, man, you are all heart. You are all care. Aside from all the incredible marketing skills that you've learned and acquired over the years, um, I think first and foremost what sets you apart is you have a heart of goal that just really cares about other people, and that shows. So I want to acknowledge you for that. Um, I also just want to acknowledge you for being in the show and sharing uh, your wisdom because I know I got better today. Our audience got better. Uh, so I want to thank you for your time. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bryce, man. I appreciate working with you, man. <laughs> All right. You too. Thanks, Steve. Have a good one, buddy.